Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Smart, Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose, and talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership is one of my favorite things to do. Their stories inspire me and help us understand we can do anything if we support one another. These amazing conversations gave me the stories and the wisdom from my earlier book, Leading Women. And they also inspired my newest book, which came out in 2019, called In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life. Now this week, I'm very pleased to welcome my good friend, Helen Nost. And Helen has such a wide, diverse career it took. (laughs) She goes from a wilderness ranger to a kindergarten teacher to landscape designer to governess with a detour for four cancer diagnosis, with which led her to work at the Livestrong Foundation for the last 14 years. This year, Helen created her own consulting business, My Friend Helen, <laughs> which leverages her diverse experience to support dynamic teams and inspiring innovation to achieve success and create an enduring social impact and a better world. Absolutely. She works behind the scenes to promote, elevate, and shine a light on visionary leaders to advance their philanthropic and business pursuits. This is among her greatest strengths. I'm excited to reconnect with Helen and hear about her new venture, which sounds so perfect to her since the way I know her is through her friendship. In my experience, her greatest gift is being my friend, Helen. Welcome to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. It's so good to reconnect with you again. So thank you for talking to me today. Hello. 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 And look at what I have right here, Nancy. Oh, yes. I like that book. (laughs) (laughs) I like that book. Yes. You know, um, Leading Women is actually doing really selling the best still. It really is doing a It's doing, it's selling a lot, but in this together, I'm hoping one day that really it becomes a curriculum for institutions. Uh, You know, leadership is, uh, now it's really we, men and women supporting each other. You know, it first started out women needing to support each other, which they still do, but men and women who support each other in business and life is what we have to have right now. We all need to work together. You know, as I said, nobody gets anywhere alone. But, no, uh, this right. is about you. Let's not talk about me. You, you know, <laughs> this is about you, Helen. So excited to reconnect with you. I know it's been a couple of years, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you really had a very diverse background, and of course, your your challenge was cancer, and and you're a warrior queen. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You're a warrior because you have overcome more diversity than most, and you just continue to thrive and use all those times in your life to to really enhance other people's passion and purpose too, and their philanthropic endeavors. So I want to start out by talking about you, your personal journey. How did you get to be the Helen that I'm talking to today? Um, Well, thank you. And of course, I need to start off by just saying thank you for giving, um, creating this platform where women can share their stories and uh, we can listen to other inspiring stories. And I'm just honored to be a part. So thank you. Um, And I was thinking back I know this is about me, but I also was thinking back the first time I met you, 
I think we were in New Orleans building Habitat for Humanity homes together. That was very, very cool experience. Oh my goodness. And I just remember from the first day I met you, how inspired I was by you. So Um, I love that our friendship has endured those years. As Uh, it will forever, as it will forever. Yes. But, okay, so your personal story, you grew up, I mean, I, I know you've had great support throughout your life, but how did you get to be where you are today is my friend, Helen, how did you get to, from there to here? Sure. So I think I would just have to start with my parents. I am the luckiest girl in the world to be a, born to the most amazing, supportive, inspiring parents. They were both public school teachers and I followed in their footsteps. They were always giving back to the community, always wanting to make the world a better place. Everything they did was for that. They were devoted to their family and just put everything into their family as well. And I'm a product of that. They showed us the world. Everything was open to us. You know, it was very much go learn as much as you can, go see as much as you can, go do like anything you're interested in, go do it. Uh, This is not the only bubble, you know, the the world is a large place. They showed that to us and uh, that definitely resonated with me and has stuck with me and still is, you know, a huge part of who I am today. So again, it's all about support. You know, today I can see the faces the people supported me throughout my lifetime. And I can see the people that did not. So yeah, parents, absolutely wonderful. This was probably a life-changing event for you being diagnosed at 25 with cancer. Life is going on and and things are falling into place and all of a sudden your diagnosis. Tell me about that because you've worked diligently with others that have have, uh, been fighting cancer and being a warrior queen against cancer. So tell me about that. Absolutely. And it is. I mean, that's the big, the, probably one of the bigger stories of my life is cancer. Um, as much as you hate it, it's, you know, it's created who I am today. Yeah. Uh, I was first diagnosed at 24. So 26 years ago, I was diagnosed for the first time. And uh, crazy story. I was a wilderness ranger at the time. Wow. Had no insurance. And I remember finding a little lump in my throat and thinking, oh, this is, this, hmm, this is not right. They don't have any insurance. And I heard all the stories of people going bankrupt from health issues. I thought I need to get a job with insurance. So I moved to Santa Barbara where the majority of my family was and got a job. I just needed a job that had insurance. So I got the job and at the time, you know, you have to wait the three months to get the insurance to kick in. So I'm living with this lump in my throat, uh, which is a very strange concept. And uh, finally got into the doctor and the doctor said, oh no, you need to go to a specialist. So that's another couple months. So you're still living with this thing in your throat. And lo and behold, it was cancer. It turned out to be a thyroid cancer, which everyone's like, oh, that's the best cancer to get. A, never say. <laughs> no, there's there's no best cancer. There's, I don't, there's I, no, I've never heard that before. No, no I've, I've never no. heard that one. No. Just never say that to anyone ever. No, absolutely. Um, so I had surgery and uh, was deemed cured. Six months later, I go in for a scan. Lo and behold, there's another tumor. So I go in for another surgery and deemed cured, do some treatments. Yeah. Back another six months, 
they find another tumor. (laughs) So this is all when I'm 25 and it is a very interesting time to be diagnosed with cancer. Also in 1995, there was no support systems for you. No, no, there were no no groups at all, like the Lance Arms uh, Live Strong nope. Foundation, nope. or even the Breast Cancer Foundation, which nope. I'm a founder of. Yeah, and I think that's, again, those that, that were dealing with, with uh, cancer had absolutely nowhere to go, no education, no support. No, I didn't know a single person my age that had cancer. And you know, you'd meet people and they'd say, oh, my uncle has cancer, or my yeah. grandpa has cancer. And yeah. There was yeah. no one that I could connect with. And it's a very, very lonely place mm-hmm. when, I mean, you have great support from your family, but they don't understand what that's like. And so that uh, definitely was something that later on, I knew I wanted to work within that community. You wanted and, to help others. And help. Your own experience. Yeah. Sure. For sure. Um, and after my third surgery of uh, throat wow. cancer, they, I woke up and they had paralyzed my left vocal cord. Oh my so God. I woke up and I couldn't talk. I couldn't speak. And they came in and they said, we don't know if your voice is going to come back. It's just kind of a wait and watch thing. And that's when I learned how important communication is and voice. Yeah. And if you can't communicate, you don't realize how important that is. Sure to who you are and communicating who you are and the experience that you just went through. And so finally my voice did come back. Thankfully, I still have a paralyzed vocal cord and you won't hear me singing anytime soon, but I'm very pleased with my voice. (laughs) You you had to learn to use what you had. You had to learn to use the physical parts that were still working for you. Fantastic. I mean, that's, yeah, that's reinvention in itself right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they said that I would never um, run again. And I was a runner, but not a huge runner. Yeah. And uh, because when you breathe, your vocal cords go like this, you know, they go in and out. So I get half the the oxygen. Mm -hmm. So you never want to run with me because I sound like I'm a three pack a day smoker. (laughs) (laughs) I will run with you anytime. I don't care what you sound like. I don't care what you sound like. So when they told me I couldn't run again, I started thinking, huh, well, now I can talk again. Maybe I'll start running marathons. So I ran the New York marathon was my first marathon. Yeah. And uh, it just was so I, you know, I get teary eyed every time I think about crossing the line and thinking that they'd say I'd never run again. And here I ran a marathon. I promptly wrote those surgeons a postcard from the finish line. telling them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, finishing the marathon on the right, there was a man that was finishing with me with a prosthetic leg. Yeah. And there was a guy on my other side that was probably about 5,000 years old. And we were all going over the finish line at the same time. And I thought anyone can run a marathon. If I can, if these two guys can, I guess that's what you put in your head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me you can't run a marathon because I've seen the people finishing. Yeah. And I think what you're, what you're saying, probably what everybody definitely needs to listen to, don't believe everything you hear, read, or see, yep. because everybody is so individual. And for people to tell you that you weren't going to talk again, you weren't going to run again. You know, this is something that people need to understand. Don't 
listen to everybody. Don't read things and hear things and say that that's the way it is. Always challenge, always question. So, all right. So now you're running and you're talking and what comes after that? So then I decide I need to work within the cancer community. I need to give back. Like there was nothing when I was going through it to support me or it was very challenging to find. And I remember at the time I was uh, in Santa Barbara, I was hanging out with a bunch of triathletes and they were saying, Hey, there's a guy your age that was just diagnosed with cancer and he's kicking cancer's ass. So um, I, and I knew nothing about this person. Lo and behold, it's Lance Armstrong. He was the only person that I knew that was my age. And so that was just in my brain that this is, this is treatable. I I can survive. And um, that pretty much led me to moving to Austin. Yeah. And I started volunteering at the foundation. And this was during the whole uh, wristband craze. Yeah. Everybody had a yellow wristband. I'm I'm sure there's tons of, I I loved uh, when you all sent me that ball that's just ripped wrapped around it band after band. That's very special. That was a wonderful time for cancer and education and really women, uh, women, men and children being supported in ways they'd never been supported before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a, what a different world it is. And, you know, I started volunteering. I was volunteering there because of my story and I, uh, every Monday I was there and there was this very handsome man that was volunteering with me named John Banning, who is now my husband. And he was volunteering in honor of his best friend that had just passed away, David Nags. So we are a live strong love story and there's many of them. There's, there's a handful of them. Yeah. But, uh, and then I eventually got a job and I was hired to work with our donors, which was such an honor. I mean, every person that donated had a story and I got to hear those stories and I got to let them know how their donation made an impact and, you know, created change for cancer survivors all around the world. So I just am so honored to have had that opportunity. Yeah. And, and, and this is where you and I met. And yes. uh, that was a wonderful time because, you know, my sister-in-law, Mary Beth O'Reilly had been diagnosed with cancer as well. And so we, I'd been a part of starting a, 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 the Best Breast Cancer Foundation, the Ozarks. So, I mean, there was so much, mm-hmm. there were so many things that we could share, but again, just, like you said, the stories were stories of triumph, you know, people being warriors and being triumphant against this terrible, terrible disease. So, I mean, there was nothing better than uh, live strong at that time and still is. Well, we're, we're going to fast forward a little bit because the most important thing is that you have continued to reinvent yourself, but you've used all your experiences, your life experiences to, tr- to truly be who you are today. And, uh, you know, you're an inspiration to many. And, uh, you know, what I really like about what I've I've read about what you're doing is the inspiration and the support that you're giving people in philanthropic and business opportunities that, you know, it's all about making the world a better place. I love the term your company is my friend, Helen. I mean, I I, I love that because, you know, really all all we really have in this world, especially since COVID has been relationships. Mm -hmm. And that has been the key to the people that, you know, that have helped me during this time and and vice versa. It's just really been, we've really figured out who, what's most important. It's the people that 
care about us and we care about and support each other because one person supporting you, you can get through anything in life. And you're doing that in ways in philanthropic and business endeavors. So tell me a little bit about that because uh, how did that come about? You, you left Live Strong, you left Live Strong Foundation and who inspired you to start that? Sure. So uh, a lot of people were questioning me to leave a, a really amazing job during a pandemic, <laughs> but also, you know, going through a pandemic, going through, um, I guess I haven't mentioned, I was diagnosed for a fourth time uh, with breast cancer the first week of March of 2020, yeah. which is a very strange time to be diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. So uh, being diagnosed for a fourth time, and just having some time to reflect uh, and turning 50. So I turned 50 while being diagnosed with breast cancer. Times, peak right. This was not how I was envisioning my 50th birthday party. I had through Scotland, you know, and here yeah. I was going through radiation um, during a pandemic. So it made me just think, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my blessed years on this earth? And I want to do what I love and work for inspiring people that are making a difference. And so I created my own business, which yeah. is really exciting. And I yeah. am so inspired by all the women entrepreneurs before me. They inspire me every day. Yeah. And yeah, so that's it. Basically in a nutshell, helping them with philanthropy, helping them with projects, really being, um, I've never been a person that wants to be in the limelight. I like to be behind and I love to help those people shine. So Your greatest I, strength be, being behind the scenes, making people look great. Exactly. Helping them to do I great love. things. Hey, there's, I've got a team of people like you. I, I understand people behind the scenes do amazing things and really need so much, give so much credit to. So yeah, that is absolutely fantastic. So, so give me an example of one of the companies that you've, you've worked with and to, sure. you know, kind of, kind of what you do when you do your thing. How, how sure. does that work? So what I did, it was, it was really interesting as I started doing this process of like, I want to create my own company. How do I, what is my pitch? What is my elevator, you know, spiel? Um, and it comes down to pretty much three buckets. One is philanthropy. I know it through and through, and I'm helping some nonprofits put together uh, major gift programs. So who are those top donors that have an affiliation with your nonprofit? You know, they can make a major impact with their gift and you can let them know, like you create that relationship where, you know, you're giving a donation. Let me show you the impact that you're making. And I stop you just for a minute because this is one of my my biggest things, uh, you know, I've worked with lots of different 501c3 organizations and I have my own foundations as well, but I call them social profit organizations because so many of these organizations, if they went away, our, our society, our world would be so different. Mm -hmm. So if you ever want to really use a term 501c social profit organizations, you're going to watch people puff up in a way that you've never seen. Somehow, you know, not for profit sounds like you really don't know how to be in business and make money, but social yeah. profit yeah. sounds like without being your existence creates a better world. So anyway, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll get out of the way now. So yeah, definitely helping those um, 
nonprofits. And so I'm, I'm helping some right now. And uh, it helps when you have a dynamic leader to <laughs> help put that face and that energy in front of donors. And then there's a strategy behind the scenes that really creates the relationship and continues that relationship and that donation. So, um, or that investment, I should say, in the mission. So there's that bucket. So I'm helping nonprofits. And then I'm also doing like chief of staff roles. So it's one thing, Nancy, where I was thinking, you know, with the rest of my life, I would love to do a bazillion different things. I'd love to be a filmmaker. I'd love to be an artist. I'd love to be an author. I may not have time to do all of those things, but I can sure you do. Sure you do. I can certainly, I can certainly help that filmmaker or help that author or, you know, so it's that kind of a bucket. Yeah. And, um, and then the last one is just project management. So give me a project. If I don't need an advanced degree, I can probably do it. Yeah. Well, you, you've been a part of so many amazing projects through Live Strong from, yeah. from the travel and the different projects that were going on with the Live Strong Foundation. You could do anything. I know yeah. you could do anything. So, well, I, you know, this is probably, I have, I have a couple organizations that I wanted to connect you with and and you know what I'm thinking about? Maybe I should just delegate you to be on the board of Women Connect for Good because, uh, you know, it's the people behind the scenes. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today without the people that have helped me, without the team approach and the people that really are back there doing the really, really hard stuff. But again, you've got the passion, you've got the mission. And once you have that, you have the ownership, anything is possible. So when we, when we get off this call, this conversation, I want to connect you with a, a couple organizations, I think that will be really, really helpful to you. But, uh, you know, well, we could talk for hours about all this, but so what, what is it? What is the ultimate goal? What is your ultimate goal at this point in your life? What would you true? If I could give you any wish today, any wish whatsoever, what would, what would that be? What would your wish be this time in your life? Other than to cure cancer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully that will, that will be part of all of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, gosh, and, and just continuing to make an impact in this world. I mean, I was brought up with that. That is part of my being and yeah. being an authentic person that gives back and makes yeah. a better place yeah. And, yeah. and being happy. I mean, ultimately that's what we, we all want to be happy <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and healthy. So all of those are all my, that's a, that's a lot. There's yeah. those are a lot of wishes right there. Well, well, one of the things I'm going to give to you today, and I, and I really want you to do this is to celebrate who you are, oh, where, you. where you are in your life and what you've done. And you've done so for so many and helped so many and been on a journey with so many people that needed that helping hand, needed that support, just needed a, words of encouragement. I know that you've done that. I've watched you time and time again do that. So uh, I know, Helen, you're just getting started in another new chapter in your life, and I'm so excited for you. And, and I'm, I look forward to, to being a part of that. So if there's any way that Women Connect for Good or DrNancyOReilly.com and we can help you to promote your business. That's what we do. Women Connect for Good is about the support, but it's helping people to uh, create and, and support their mission and their passions. And that's what we do at, uh, uh, with, uh, with my team. We're always looking for ways that we can, can connect and, and collaborate and support one another. So 
Love it. Uh, so I don't know. I might be, you might be recruited pretty quickly to be on my board. So. <laughs> but, I love it. <laughs> but again, I want, I want to introduce you to some people too, that I think would be extremely helpful to you. Great. I think COVID's going to, it's, we're going to see in the next, probably, probably by early, by fall, we'll probably see a lot of things change. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to be doing, I think everybody's going to be doing business differently. And it's really going to be about how we're supporting each other and those relationships and how we want to make this world a better place. Mm -hmm. I mean, if anything, this is the time we've got to do it. I mean, we, there's been some of the worst and the best things that have happened during COVID that I've ever seen in my entire life. So it's time for us to come together and to support and help each other. So I want to congratulate you on your new business. Thank you. And, um, it rolls off your tongue, right? My friend, Helen. <laughs> my friend, I know. All right. And so how do we learn more about my friend, Helen? How do we go find uh, my friend, Helen? Tell us about friendhelen.com. It was really, you know, I have a uh, Helen Knost, which is my last name. I was thinking and, of and that. And I mispronounced that terribly. Oh. I'm sorry. What does? <laughs> Don't I went Knost. I, I, I forgot the K. <laughs> precisely, precisely. That's why I was like, I probably shouldn't put my last name within my business because no one knows how to spell it or say it. Knost. Oh my. Helen knows, but my friend, uh, Helen, nobody will ever forget. Exactly. So you can find me at myfriendhelen.com and you can read more about my services and my background, my portfolio, a little bit more about me. Um, and yeah. I'm happy to talk to anyone. Well, I wish you great success in all things that you do. And uh, actually, after we get off this uh, call, why don't we just chat for a few minutes, okay? Because right. I, I really, uh, I've, I've been thinking, my brain's been kind of uh, going back and forth about ways I can help you. So oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Best wishes. Thank my you. friend, Helen, you will always be my friend. Have oh. a wonderful day. And thank you for talking to me today. <laughs>